Thank you for tuning in with us at Bayou City Fellowship, Cyprus, a community that is radically focused on Jesus. We believe that the Bible is the living word of God, so we are committed to reading, obeying, and allowing the Holy Spirit to lead our lives. Join us in this message as we experience the scriptures together. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. What a, um, I, will, I will tell you, I'm having a moment of pride, not personal pride, but pride in our church. To be honest, I had zero idea that we would all be here today. This is wonderful. I really, I'm so excited right now. I'll apologize for the coffee. I realize I caught some of you off guard. Um, our goal today was to start this year by worshiping our Heavenly Father together as a family uh, in a way that is going to feel a little bit different, not less spiritual, maybe more so, uh, in a way that really gives us room to interact with God kind of in this same space together. My name is Johnny Marks. If I don't know you, I'm one of the pastors here. And it's a joy to be here. Um, obviously, we don't have a full band. We want them to participate. The staff is here to participate. So kids, raise your hand if you're a kid in the room because we have kids in the room. Awesome. Okay, what I don't want you to do is tune out. What I want you to do is I want you to sing loud and I want you to pray at the times of prayer. I want you to know that you have a place to participate with God here, like that God wants to interact with you too, okay? Uh, sometimes kids, you guys sing real loud and it helps the adults um, not feel so stiff. And families, moms, dads, uh, full families, single parents, doesn't matter. Listen, we get to lead, just adults in general in the room, we get to show these kids what this looks like to worship God together, right? Both in singing and in prayer, there's going to be some moments of uncomfortable prayer. It's going to be longer. Listen well. And what I want you to do is I want you to engage the moment. I want you to learn to listen well. If you don't have anything to say to God, it's a good opportunity to just listen. If you have something to write with, that would be really, really good maybe. Or put in your phone as you hear God speak. I want you to, to be actively listening. Uh, we won't pass the bowls this morning uh, as our tithe. If you're a believer, you're part of our church and you want to give your tithe today, uh, you can do so on your way out. There's a big box that says giving. You can put it all in there or obviously online is what you can do uh, as, as your tithe today. Um, we're going to have three separate moments of uh, some brief teaching and lengthy prayer and worship together. Uh, and we're going to begin in John chapter 1. We've actually brought this up several times over the last uh, few weeks. We're going to focus on one specific thing. And then I'm going to lead you through a couple of things to pray for. And here's what I want you to do. If somebody's praying, you know, uh, the scripture says that we need to have orderly services. But there'll be moments even later on where we maybe pray out loud. Don't feel like it's necessary to pray out loud if you don't want to pray out loud. Uh, we'll be rejoicing through the names of God later. It says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him. This is speaking of Jesus. And without Him, not anything made that was made. In Him was life, listen, 
And the life was the light of men. The light of mankind. Jesus was the light. Verse 5 says, The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Where do you start this year? Where do we start this new year off? Except with light that was from the beginning, the light of Jesus Christ. It was at the beginning, and it is the beginning for people to have new life, right? The light of Jesus was at the beginning. Through him all things were made. And it says, the darkness has not overcome it. Then it talks about John, that he came as a witness, verse 7, to bear witness about the light that all might believe through him. That all might believe through him. Not John, but Jesus. There are stories of people in this room who were walking in darkness and because somebody gave witness to Jesus, the light of the world, they are not walking in darkness, but they're walking in light. They have a new beginning. They have a new beginning. Many of you know the day that you had a new beginning. January 27th, 1999 was my new beginning when I came out of the darkness into the light. Jesus is the light of the world. And not only did John come to bear witness to this light, it says that those who would believe would also bear witness. That we are called as those who have come out of darkness, who are walking in light, to bear witness to the light. And there are people in your life, right? There are people in my life who don't have it who don't walk in the light. They, they are, in fact, walking in darkness. And our challenge is, because at the beginning of the year, what do we do? We make resolutions that last about two, three months, and they fade, and they fade. What we need to remember is that we must resolve as believers to be witnesses to the light of Jesus, to offer the light of Jesus. And so as we're going to start this first moment of prayer, what we'd like to do is I'm going to ask us to pray specifically for a time I'm going to ask us to pray that God would enable and embolden our church to be witnesses of the light of Jesus in a general sense to the world around us, right? That he would allow us to take this light that the darkness cannot overcome to the whole world, right? That we would take this light to the whole world. And then after this, I'll lead us through this next moment where I would like you to pray as a person, as a believer. If you're not a Christian, hey, maybe your name will pop into the heart and mind of somebody. That's my hope. But as believers, I'm going to ask you to pray this very specific thing. That is this. God, 
would you reveal to me, would you place on my heart a name or a face that I am supposed to, that I, Johnny Marks, am supposed to be a witness to the light of Jesus too. Does that make sense? Now, this is not a general like, oh, this one guy. I would like you to pray and ask for a name and I would like you to listen, right? Most likely, it's a person that you know, right? If you don't know a Bill Smith, hey, then you should pay attention to what's coming next because maybe God will reveal that person. It's probably somebody in your life already. But I'm gonna ask specifically that you would pray for that person. So here's what I'm gonna ask. If you need to... Sit where you are. If you like to get on your knees, you're welcome to do that. But this is a moment for you to pray. I'm not going to pray for you. And then we'll sing together in just a little bit. It will be uncomfortable. There will be noises. You'll hear a fly buzz. There will be lots of things trying to distract you as the church from interacting and engaging God in this time. We're going to pray that God would embolden our church to shine the light of Christ to the whole world as a church. And then, in just a moment, I'll ask you to begin praying and listening and asking God to show you that person or persons that he wants you specifically to be a witness to this year. Let's pray. We're going to shift our focus to a time to remember... uh, that we have a great high priest in the name of Jesus and that he is aware of what we go through. (laughs) He's our great mediator. So we're going to read a couple passages and we're going to have some more prayer prompts. Romans 8, 24 through 27 says this. For in this hope we were saved. Now hope that is seen is not hope. For who hopes for what he sees? But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know what to pray, for as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And he searches hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. Flip over to Hebrews 4. Hebrews 4, 14 through 16 says this. Since then we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, Let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. We have a God who listens to our prayers and even when we don't know what to pray, The Spirit intercedes for us. We're going to start our first time of prayer 
specifically, individually, all of you, just silently to yourselves, praying that whatever is going on in your life, that God would take it, that we call us all to repentance and confess that whatever it is that is holding you from drawing close with confidence to the throne of God. Just take some time in silence to yourself. just as our great high priest who is Jesus intercedes for us, as the Spirit intercedes for us, God, he gave us the gift of intercession. So during this next portion, we're going to pray over our families out loud, interceding on behalf of our kids, our brothers, our sisters, our spouses, our cousins, whatever God prompts you to, but to pray over them out loud, interceding on their behalf. As we take it to the throne of grace in Christ Jesus. We're going to finish uh, at least this next time You know, John had a revelation where he was isolated and God was speaking to him and revealing things to him yet to come. And the thing that happens, obviously, at this time of year, it's natural, right? We look back and kind of take inventory of our life. And perspective is important. We talk about this in my house a lot. Perspective is important. And the key thing to remember is that we don't live for now. Every word we speak and every action that we do is actually living for later. It's to achieve a glory that is yet to come. It's not to achieve some glory now, but we live for later. And what's later far outweighs what we can have in the present day. Amen? Here's what it says in Revelation chapter 21. It says, then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down from heaven, out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice. I like that it wasn't just a voice. It wasn't a whisper. It was declaring. It was a... I don't know, raucous. It was a loud voice. And 
And that loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man, and he will dwell with them, and they will be his people, and God himself will be with them as their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore, for the former things have passed away. And he who was seated on the throne said, Behold, I am making all things new. Also he said, write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. And he said to me, it is done. It's funny, Jesus spoke some similar words on the cross, didn't he? When it said, it is finished. The work of salvation is finished. What is to come is done. He says, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To the thirsty I will give them the spring of the water of life without payment. The one who conquers will have this heritage, and I will be his God, and he will be my son. And I want to ask you this. What in your life needs to be made new? I want you to take an assessment. I want you to take a moment to pray. And in this, in this few minutes of prayer, I want you to think about, have you been walking in the dead places, the old places that have passed away? Or are you walking in the new places that God has for you? Behold, I've made all things new. Right? Jesus with Jesus, we learn in John 1. He's life. Later in John, he says, I have life and life abundant. It is for life. So take a moment. I want you to pray, God, what do I need to offer up? What needs to be made new? And then we'll finish our time with some rejoicing. Let's spend some moments. What needs to be made new? Scripture says that morning will last for the night, but joy comes in the morning. Weeping lasts just for the night. And God's timeline is not our timeline. Looking forward to joy, which we can even have now in Christ Jesus. places are revealed in your heart, take a moment and lay them down. What I mean by that is to offer them up and say, God, this is, I'm holding on to this. I need you to make it new. I need you to restore me from this. You may have to do it again tomorrow and the next day. But acknowledgement is the first step. And then laid at the feet of the one who we look forward to being with. new heavens and the new earth are revealed.
If you're ready to stand, I'm going to ask that you stand. If not, continue to pray. We're going to spend a moment rejoicing. I'm going to ask you to do something very uncomfortable for some. But I'm going to ask that we stand to our feet and that we spend the last bit of this time together rejoicing in who God is because everything that we're talking about is meant to point to and worship and make a big deal about the God of the universe whom we serve and worship. Amen? He says, I'm the Alpha and the Omega. It means that he has always been before, he will always be at the end, and he's constantly present now. And he has names, and I'm going to ask those comfortable enough to call out a name. Listen, this is not for attention for us. It's to bring attention to him. Call out his names. Yahweh. What else? Who is he? Wonderful counselor. Wonderful counselor. Rejoice. Yes, God. King Jesus. All right. Savior. Mighty God. Yes. The crazy mighty God. The throne of God calls out in a loud voice, and we can do the same. We call out in a loud voice, God, to worship you. It's a joy to hear a sea of people praying together and singing and worshiping God together. Don't let this be the only Sunday, right? Church is new at at the beginning of the year for a lot of us, right? Because we go through seasons and ups and downs and we get in and out and we believe sometimes that because our actions get us further from God that somehow he's not ready to welcome us back. And the reality is he's always waiting for us to come back, right? We're constantly readjusting, repenting, and readjusting. Every day is a daily thing for us. Understand this. If New Year's Eve is usually your first in a while, know that you're welcome here. Because God is welcoming you here. Because he desires us to change and be more like Jesus, all of us, starting with me. Only one thing to give you. Next week, next Sunday, is regular Sunday. 9 and 10.30. I'm fixing to mess with some people here. 9 and 10.30, next week only. January 15th, we start our new service times. 8, 9.30, and 11. Right? 8, 9.30, and 11. The next slide is going to show you what is available regarding child care at each of those services. I'm just going to let that sink in for a minute. Just take a look at it. 8 o'clock, 3 and under only. We'll assess over the next few months. We'll make adjustments if necessary, but right now that's what we're doing. 9.30, full kids, fifth grade, junior high and high school ministries. Then we have a full kids ministry at 11 o'clock gathering. For those of you who came in and made space, thank you. I'm overjoyed. Had no idea we'd have a full room, and I couldn't be more thrilled. Couldn't be more thrilled. I'd love to, to... pray over you. Um, I'm going to ask this. Um, Please continue to pray for my family and I. Pray for your staff and their families. As they go out, um, they take a lot of shots. They take a lot of shots, right? And I'm going to ask that you would bathe them, that you would cover them in prayer, including my family. Uh, I know we're supposed to have it all together never do anything wrong, never have any problems, but that's just not true. 
So we need you to pray for us. But I'd like to pray for you as we send you out today. Father, in Jesus' name, the name that is above every name, the light of the whole world, God, would you send out your people today in power? Would you send out your people in grace and mercy, Father, with the forgiveness that comes through Jesus, that you would let us leave today with boldness and courage to enter into the dark places to shine the light of Christ. Not our light, but your light. That you protect us, God, as we seek to bring people to Jesus and make disciples of all nations so that you would be pleased then that we might stand before you, God, being poured out. Fill us up to go do what you want, God, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Happy New Year, everybody. We love you guys. Thank you for listening to today's message. We hope that you feel encouraged. To stay up to date on our current sermon series, you can subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. If you'd like to find more ways to get involved with the Bayou City family, visit us online at bayoucityfellowship.com or download the Bayou City Fellowship Cypress app to find community in the body of Christ.